0: Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed There's just a few more days left to get involved in our creepy thriller film An Angry Boy over on Start Engine. The raise has been amazing so far, and we're super excited to get the cameras rolling on it and bringing it alive for you guys to see. But time is running out, so join the more than 560 other investors and actually own shares of the film itself. Click the link in the description below to get involved now. Scary Mysteries, Twisted News, The Nightcaller, and The Legend of the Falk. Terrifying cases of true crime and strange events. Every week, Twisted News dives into two mysterious and scary cases currently happening in our world. This week, we'll tackle the chilling crimes committed by one of Australia's worst serial killers, Eric Edgar Cook, and the terrifying true story behind the disturbing legend of the Fook Monster. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. The Nightcaller Eric Edgar Cook, nicknamed the Nightcaller, achieved notoriety as an eccentric serial killer. His bizarre and unpredictable behavior baffled authorities and terrorized residents in the once peaceful city of Perth, Australia. Cook had a difficult childhood. He was born with a hair lip and cleft palate, and the surgical corrections he had undergone left a very noticeable deformity on his face. Cook was often maltreated by his parents and pushed around at school for his appearance. He also stammered and mumbled when he talked, which only worsened his situation. Young Cook tucked away his anger and frustrations in his chest, However, it wouldn't stay there forever. Records of his first crimes came out when, at the age of 21, he attempted to join the permanent military forces of Australia. He was discharged three months later when the administration uncovered his rap sheet. Turns out he was apprehended before for a series of thefts, voyeurism, and arson. Records also showed he served 18 months in jail after he burned down a church for rejecting his choir audition these mid sheets however were nothing compared to what would come next in the early hours of january 27 1963 the morning after australia day a series of shootings occurred in the western suburbs of perth which left three dead and two wounded these senseless and random shootings baffled authorities since they seemed to be completely random The victims, later known as the Australia Day Shooting Victims, included a young couple in their car, an accountant to sleep in his flat, and John Sturkey, an 18-year-old student in his boarding house. As if that event wasn't terrifying enough, two weeks later on February 9, 1963, a teenager named Rosemary Anderson was killed in a hit-and-run. For this crime, Anderson's boyfriend, John Button, was wrongly convicted These incidents were just some of the many horrifying deeds Cook committed during his four-year reign of terror. At that time, authorities were having a nightmare putting the puzzle together. There were no connections between the victims, and the killings had no pattern to them. Some victims were strangled or stabbed with knives or scissors, while others were hit by cars or shot by different rifles. One victim was even sexually assaulted after the killing. A break in the case finally came, though, in August of 1963, when 18-year-old Shirley McLeod was gunned down while babysitting in Dalkeith. Unlike the rest of the cases, the police were able to find two viable leads that eventually led to the capture of the night caller. The first was a fingerprint that was found at the scene. The police's desperate attempt to identify the perpetrator led to a massive fingerprinting operation which reportedly involved taking the fingerprints of over 30,000 individuals. The second stroke of luck came with the discovery of the rifle used by the mystery shooter. It was hidden beneath a bush in the front yard of a residential building. Authorities left a replica of the rifle there and watched closely to see if anyone would come and get it. And to the shock of everyone, the owner did return to recover the weapon 17 days later and the man was none other than Cook. The father of seven was arrested on September 1st of that same year. He initially denied killing McLeod, but further interrogations eventually led to his confessions. He later admitted to committing numerous other crimes, including 22 violent ones. Eight were murders, and the rest were attempted murders. Among those who he was charged with killing... Was Sturkey, one of Cook's victims during the 1963 Australia Day shooting, Penina Berkman, a single mother whom he killed in her bedroom in 1959, and Gillian Brewer, a chocolate business heiress. She was savagely slain inside her Perth flat with a tomahawk and dressmaking scissors. He was brought to trial on November 25, 1963. Three days later, the Supreme Court of Western Australia sentenced him to execution. On October 26, 1964, Eric Edgar Cook was hanged in Fremantle Prison. Aside from the deaths of multiple victims, Cook's crimes also had other unwanted repercussions. Aside from John Button, Daryl Beamish, a deaf mute, was also wrongfully convicted for one of Cook's murders. Demish ended up serving 15 years, while Button, who originally was sentenced to 10, served 5. Both were later exonerated. Number 2. The Legend of the Falk There are thousands of legendary cryptids all over the world, and while you may think the United States is far too modern for folk tales, there actually are a handful of them close to home. And one of these is the legend of the Falk Monster. This creature, which is sometimes referred to as the Boggy Creek Monster, has single-handedly put the town of Falk, Arkansas on the map of interesting places. This little town was where the beast was first sighted. According to witness testimonies, the monster is said to stand seven to eight feet tall and weighs around three to four hundred pounds. It's covered with thick, long hair all over its chest, legs, and arms. If that's not terrifying enough, the Falk Monster also has glowing red eyes and sharp claws on its hands. The lore of the land says that as early as 1834, people had already been seeing a large, hairy, wild man roaming the dense forests of Arkansas. Sightings became more frequent during the 1900s, but they never made it to the limelight until the early 1970s. What happened then was so controversial that the legend of the Falk Monster made its way to national news and sealed itself into American pop culture. It happened in May of 1971. A man by the name of Bobby Ford rushed to the Falk authorities, reporting that he was attacked by a tall, hairy, man-like creature inside his house. He described the mysterious assailant, Is moving extremely fast and having glowing red eyes. The creature grabbed Ford by the shoulders, but before it could do anything else, Ford broke free and ran away as quickly as he could. Apparently, the strange being had been around Ford's property for some time already. Before the attack, there were others who had seen the hairy monster, including Ford's wife, brother, and a friend. But it never did anything particularly terrifying until that moment. In his account to the police, Ford said that he and a hunting companion shot the creature several times when it was near his property. When they went over to check their target, they suddenly heard people screaming inside the house. They rushed inside, and that was when Ford was attacked. Authorities searched the area for traces of blood. Strangely enough, they couldn't find even a single drop, but they did spot a set of strange three-toed footprints on the ground. There were also claw scratches found on the porch. A reporter for a local media outlet went to the man's place to investigate. He wrote an article about the encounter where the name, Falk Monster, was first used. That report was eventually picked up by major publications like the Associated Press and the United Press International. And from that moment on, the legend of the Falk Monster was born. While the public was clamoring over the Arkansas Sasquatch, there were skeptics who were also working to debunk the myth. Archaeologists from Southern Arkansas University determined that the three-toed tracks didn't belong to a primate. Most primates, including hominids, walk on feet with five toes. Additionally, Ford and his folks found the monster active during the night, suggesting that it was nocturnal. On the contrary, primates are supposed to be diurnal or active during the daytime. In the midst of these debates, the legend of the Falk monster continued to invoke intrigue. In 1972, an amateur filmmaker named Charles B. Pierce made the film titled The Legend of Boggy Creek. It recounts Bobby Ford's strange encounter with the creature. The movie was set in a semi-factual, pseudo-documentary style, wherein actual residents of the now-famous Arkansas town were interviewed regarding their experience with the creature. Its box office success prompted Pierce to create a sequel, then in 1977. So there were two of the most terrifying and intriguing stories around. The world can be a crazy place, and Twisted News is sure to show you why. If you enjoyed this video, then please remember to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell because every week we have two new videos coming out that we know you'll want to check out. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you soon.